0: Welcome to the Leading Lady Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Angelie, and I have a special guest with me for today's episode, the very first episode of Leading Lady Lifestyle. I have matchmaker Joanne
1: Cohen. Hi, I'm a matchmaker. My clients are men, mm-hmm. um, usually from the ages of 32 up. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my clients are in their 30s right now, and these are men who are looking for wives, usually to get married, have kids. I started my business about 11 years ago mm-hmm. and I started my business because I really wanted people to find love. I had been in human resources and I was pretty good at it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that was really helping people move forward and so I wanted somebody, something that really helped people to make their lives better. And finding love is the most important thing you can do. Oh yeah, totally. And especially in this modern day where we're just using dating
0: apps to find our, our significant others. and failing miserably or even, well, there are success stories, too. You hear sometimes in the news or, like, an article you read about a couple that got married and met on Tinder, and it's not like they kind of feel embarrassed about bringing that up as their meeting story. Um, Tell us about your experience with, like, millennial
1: uh, clients. Well it's really interesting because when I started my business most of my clients were in their 40s, 50s and then in the last three or four years it's really changed and I'm getting more and more younger men coming in Mm -hmm. and the reason that the guys are coming to me is they're getting so frustrated with their dating apps. They feel that you know women are not who they say they are in the apps or don't look like their photos. Same thing women say about guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing is that they find themselves not able to make a decision. I mean, one of my clients said, you know, the woman that he was dating went to the ladies' room and he gets back on the app and starts swiping. He goes, I don't want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. I want to make, I'm looking to find my wife. And so with the matchmaking, we just narrow it down and get them, you know, to the, right ladies Mm -hmm. and they only get so many of them also.
0: You work with a lot of single millennial men. How can single millennial women meet more quality single men?
1: Yeah, again, I'm not totally against the dating apps because there are a lot of success stories with the dating apps and online dating. Um, But some other ways, I think, which can really help you meet quality guys and maybe get to quality and not quantity. Um, is to you know really look at where a quality guy is going to go and I would have to say one of the big ones is volunteer organizations so a man who's involved in any kind of volunteer thing where it's um, habitat for humanity animals fundraising for uh, charitable cause that's usually a pretty good quality guy. He's giving up part of his time. Mm-hmm. So, if you can find a cha- if a lady can find a charity that she's interested in, you know, again, that she might meet those guys, even fundraisers. Mm-hmm. So, if there's organizations that are involved with raising funds for children, for example, there's some here in Scottsdale mm-hmm. that do that. You're going to have somebody again who's a, a pretty good quality guy. Still there may be no chemistry, but at least you're in the right marketplace right. for that. I think the other way is to say yes to those blind dates that your friends want to put you on. Um, what I find is if people go on one bad blind date, they're like, "Oh, I'm done. Don't ever <laughs> send me anybody." <laughs> um, but how many bad Tinder dates have people been on, but they still go back on Tinder? Right. So it's you know I think the blind dates because people know you and it's it can be a numbers game but it's a little bit of a friendlier introduction Um, so I think definitely for that Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is as we're entering into the holiday season right now holiday parties are a great way to meet people
0: that's very true
1: (laughs) yeah right it's first of all in the holidays people want to be in a relationship. So people tend to be looking for relationships in the holidays. Mm-hmm. They are more social, they're more open, so you have a better mindset. And when you go into this party, it's a, it's more natural introductions mm-hmm. or meetings because you're not trying to quickly determine like a date, Right. you're just talking. Yeah, there's so I, no agenda or anything. <laughs> there's no agenda and they're friends of somebody and, mm-hmm. and so tend to, you may have more in common with them. Yeah. Um, I say say yes to every single holiday party you can go to. Is it only takes one it right. only takes one that is so true and i do
0: notice too like every year like during the holidays a lot of the dating website commercials pop up on tv mm-hmm. millennial single women are out there using these dating apps meeting new people um but for those that want like a serious relationship um how can you tell if the person you're dating is serious or if they're a player
1: well one of the things is does he follow through does his action if he says he's going to uh, call you he's gonna take you out. Does he do that? Does he follow through or is there some excuse? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry tied up I lost my cell phone it got misplaced is <laughs> no, right, <okay>. right. <laughs> right, it's like this has happened before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So and the other thing is, does he make a plan? Mm-hmm. So a player is usually very spontaneous, let's get together tonight, let's get together even tomorrow night, but they don't make a plan. Mm-hmm. So they're not looking to put a lot of time into a lady and say, oh, next Friday, let's go out to dinner or let's go to the movies. It doesn't even have to be spending money, let's go to the dog park, but make a plan. Right. So that's mm-hmm. a difference usually between a player um, and someone who is really interested in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, does he, um, want you to meet his friends and his family. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, um, maybe there's some family issues that he doesn't want you involved with it right away. That's understandable. But it's a sign to look at if he's not really looking to introduce you. So right. then, and is he introducing me in meeting your family and friends? Most guys probably really aren't. Mm-hmm. But is he at least open to it, right. to doing that? Um, and then how, if you, it doesn't really matter in a way when you have sex that there's, topic, mm-hmm. but if you say no, you don't want to have sex with a man, is he really respecting that boundary or is he continually pushing that? Mm-hmm. A man who's looking at you as girlfriend-wife material will respect that boundary somewhat. Yeah, right. the guy who's looking, he's he's trying to get that as quickly as he can. The players get a different agenda.
0: So what are like the most common mistakes during a first date that a lot of people do,
1: do you think? I think that they're not open-minded. They pretty much decide in the first few seconds if they're going to go on a second date with that person or not. <laughs> they, they really do. Right. Um, it's that first impression. And it is hard to change. You know, If somebody comes across as a nerd, as mm-hmm. too nice, as socially awkward, we're, we're checked out. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is there's we're afraid of uh, making a mistake and so we do an interview date. Mm-hmm. You know, How many dates start off with how long have you lived here? What do um, you do in so your spare many. time? So many, so <laughs> boring. Yes. Um, I think there's a really big mistake because we're instantly almost like in a job interview. Mm-hmm. If you want to know who a man is or who a woman is, have fun. Okay. They're going to show you who they are, mm-hmm. and just pay attention, but have fun in the moment. Say you could say something. Let's skip the first date interview questions. Let's do completely off the wall. What do you think those people over there, are they on a first date? Have they met before? What's the dynamics there? Or talk about anything but those usual first date. Just Mm -hmm. have fun. I don't believe in first date rules. I don't think you need to do coffee or drinks. Sometimes an activity date is better. Now some ladies are not going to want to go on a hike because they want to look good. Right. But you can certainly do some other things. It could be a dog park. It could be Um, an art museum, an art walk, it can be. I've had some clients do Lucky Strike Bowling Alley. Ooh,
0: that'd be a fun first date. It's a really fun first (laughs) date.
1: The guys love that one, so the ladies. And there's another one, Skeptical Chemist, and they have ping pong and volleyball and all these other kind of fun things, activity. Depending, it just gets you out of the usual stuff. If you can be moving, it burns off, and um, you're seeing who that person really is. And the other thing is, if we have a great first impression, as ladies, we're all in. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't we ignore all the signs after that because we have that adrenaline rush, and so don't just be all in on the first date. And again, use your heart and your mind to make a decision about a guy. It takes time. So
0: for those uh, single millennial women out there who've been dating uh, a guy and all of a sudden they get ghosted, what advice would you give to single millennial women who have been ghosted and? What is the best way to approach
1: that? In a way, you have to expect it to be ghosted in mm-hmm. today's environment. No, if it hasn't happened to you, it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Two, it sucks. It really does. And I think it's because we don't know. And we're just saying, why did he disappear? So the first thing is to go ahead and get mad. Mm-hmm. Don't text him. <laughs> don't text him a whole time. Right? Don't Facebook stalk him. <laughs> um, but get mad. And I say sometimes, write a letter. Put all the things out, like why would he do this, da da da, da. help to get that frustration out. Mm-hmm. Um, know that it's not acceptable that he did it, but there's nothing we can do about it. That's where the frustration comes into it. And be good for, to yourself for that time being. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter sometimes how long you've dated someone. That, that You may have been on two dates with someone, and they ghosted you, and you feel mm-hmm. intense pain. Right. So don't beat yourself up because you did. Just be good to yourself. If you have to have that Ben and Jerry's ice cream, <laughs> you go for it. It helps. Um, and then you can also, in that letter, write all the reasons why he wasn't a good match for you. you oh, know, yeah. To make yourself feel better. It's like, oh, these are things, and oh, it would have been better. And then finally, say you'll never ghost someone yourself. Because I'll tell you, women are probably worse than men about ghosting. I'm guilty of that as well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> yes. And I think sometimes... You can say it's karma or it's life giving you a lesson of what it feels like mm-hmm. and say, okay, now I understand I'm not gonna do that to somebody else okay unless you're in a dangerous situation.
0: Oh right yeah, then then, then that's completely yeah <laughs> as a fellow single millennial woman who's using dating apps, mm-hmm. what can we do to enhance our dating profile apps like what what can we do to
1: make them more appealing? Okay so I think with millennial women, you may not have a problem making them more appealing. You may have a problem getting the kind of guys that you're interested mm, in. Um, okay. So, one, of course, the first thing is to make sure your photos are good. Mm-hmm. And they're projecting the kind of image you want them to. So do they look like you, mm-hmm. for one, right. to try to get more of the guys that you're interested in? First thing, of course, is make sure your photos are current. They reflect who you are. So show something that may be doing some of the things you enjoy. You certainly want a good headshot to mm-hmm. start with. You want some photos showing you in activities. If you are looking for serious relationship, I would suggest skipping some of the more suggest- sexually suggestive photos, because okay. unfortunately, men's brain turns off with something like <laughs> that. You're just focused on that. True. Um, I have had men say, um, it's my wife, my future wife, I don't expect, and I don't mean that she should be draped and things like that, right. but if it's t- provocative it may turn off unless that's the kind of guy you want to attract again no judgment uh-huh. just if you're trying to attract certain kinds of guys make sure that your photos reflect the kind of woman you are to attract those guys okay the second thing is to make um, I, I again, I think with a millennial woman, it's more of like limiting mm-hmm. sometimes the guys that you get in, in as opposed to not having enough men. Right. Um, so maybe it's enough quality men with that. So spend the time writing your bio. It can be short. Again, we don't want anything too long. Mm-hmm. But to put in some things that would really tell the guy who you are, some of your interests, your career. It's going to cut out some of the men who are looking for more fun things. Mm-hmm. Won't we'll cut them out completely. Trust me. They, I know, <laughs> if it's a cute photo, they don't pay attention to the bio. Right. Um, And the other thing to make it really easy for guys and to make it more fun is to put a fun question in your profile. Nothing serious. It could be something like milk, chocolate, or dark, (laughs) Um, sushi, or steak. Anything like that that makes it really easy for them to write that first text to you. That makes it a lot more fun. You start off on a fun moment Mm -hmm. uh, and shows a reflection of your personality. Great.
0: It's a
1: good little icebreaker. Little
0: icebreaker. I love that. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to take all those tips and implement them into my profile. Thank you again, Joanne, for doing this podcast episode. You, have, you gave so much good advice today. Um, how can listeners and
1: viewers find you online? Yeah, go to my website at www.joannecohen.com, which is J-O-A-N-N-C-O-H-N.com. <laughs> I have some blogs about dating advice if people are interested in dating coaching there's ways to sign up through that, and also for matchmaking. Because again, the matchmaking for women is always at no cost, if they are a match to one of my clients. Mm-hmm. And also men, I'm always looking for additional male men, too, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of pretty ladies in my big <laughs> um, and I love to go to weddings. So, um, yeah, so people can find me there. Okay, great,
0: you heard it here, guys.